Well, Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Pray you're having a good day. It's Friday. You made it. Had a great week. If you're an American, you had a great holiday week. And we're giving thanks today. We have a Thanksgiving miracle testimony. Supernatural Friday is here of how God can save, redeem, heal supernaturally at His will. All right. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Blessings. It's Friday. I pray you've had a great week. I know it's been good for all of us just to have a week of rest for some of us in America. You guys and the other nations, it's been probably a normal week for you. For us, it's a holiday week, our favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, reminding us of that first Thanksgiving or that first time when the pilgrims came in 1620 around there, and uh, they experienced working with the Native Americans that were here at that time, and the miracle of that, and I hope you enjoyed the story yesterday about uh, the miracle of that and how America was somewhat saved that day. Now, we can always say it could have another way, but God did a miracle there as well. God always has a plan, and he puts things in place that are just so amazing on how it all happens and what God does in the midst of our situations and how he ordains those good works, how he puts people in the right place at the right time to be there for a miracle. I, you, I, all of us have experienced that in our life that, hey, had this person not been there or had this event not occurred, then this would have never happened. And that's that goes with the testimony we have today. Uh, it was a Thanksgiving Day miracle, we'll call it that, of a, a young couple who were pregnant, and they had a tragedy happen, and then God worked through that tragedy to demonstrate himself as faithful. And the fact that even in the difficult, traumatic situations, God has ways of a miracle coming forth, and that's what this testimony is about. And I want you to listen to it first, but then I want you to believe that for yourself. We'll pray for you on the backside of this testimony. So let's listen in, and let's celebrate that God is the healer. God is the restorer. He's the rescuer for any situation we're in. All right, let's listen in. Thanksgiving is like my favorite holiday in the whole entire world. I love family get-togethers. We're really close with our families. I mean, it's just a really big event, and it's a big deal, and it's my favorite day. In 2017, Amy Kanabi was looking forward to another Thanksgiving Day celebration at her parents' house. She still had a couple dishes to make, but around 4 a.m. Thanksgiving morning, she woke up feeling ill. It's the weirdest feeling, like thick and like heavy. Like the air just felt heavy and I felt like I couldn't breathe well and it was, you know, this horrible headache. Nothing is computing. Nothing really makes sense. But one thought did cut through the fog, the health of her unborn baby. She already had one miscarriage and it had taken years of trying before she and her husband Matt 
found success through in vitro fertilization. She was now seven months pregnant. The whole entire pregnancy was just like one thing after another. I was so worried, about, I think, about being pregnant that I just, I just assumed it was something to do with like my pregnancy. By now, Matt had woken up and was headed downstairs looking for Amy. But he was also disoriented and struggling to breathe. I felt like my, my mind was, was moving to mush. Like I, I couldn't recall things, I couldn't think of things. Um, but I knew it was, it was getting worse downstairs. My knees were really, really weak and I, had, I, I had definitely had trouble holding myself up. He found Amy asleep on the couch and helped her back upstairs to bed. But when she said she was also feeling sick, he knew something was wrong. Grabbing his phone, Matt headed back downstairs, trying desperately to call 911. I could not think of the number as 911. Like it just was, I knew, I knew there was an emergency number to call, but it's like, it just, I couldn't formulate it in my head. I ended up opening my phone and, and was able to see my dad's picture and, and, and dialed that. When he called, I was scared and I was anxious because I didn't have any idea what was, I was dealing with. And he says, Dad, I've got, I've got a problem. I'm, I'm feeling really sick and dizzy. And can you come over as soon as you can and help us? We really need your help. Can you come? Matt hung up, then passed out on the couch. His dad, Mark, jumped in his car and prayed as he sped towards the house 20 minutes away. I said, Lord, listen, I, I want to listen to you. I want your wisdom and your discernment. What, what do you want me to do in this situation? I don't know what I'm going to be finding when I get over there. Making the trip in half the time, Mark ran into the house to find Matt and Amy disoriented and sick, but still alive. All signs pointed to one thing, carbon monoxide poisoning. Quickly, he helped them outside into the fresh air and called 911. That was a very anxious moment during that whole thing. That's when I was so thankful. It wasn't just, it was minutes, not even minutes, and it seemed like the fire truck came. Firefighters discovered the Canabies gas furnace had malfunctioned, and the amount of carbon monoxide that leaked into the house should have been lethal. Fire Captain Michael Griffin was on the scene that morning. In industrial settings, you can have up to 50 parts per million for eight hours uh, without symptoms. They had found over 240 parts per million of carbon monoxide. With the level of carbon monoxide that we found in their residence, uh, I was greatly relieved that they were actually conscious and outside in the fresh air. Uh, but obviously they still needed to get treated for that because they're still retaining that in their blood. They gave Matt and Amy oxygen and rushed them to the hospital to be checked out. They were out of danger, but doctors weren't sure how or if the gas had affected their unborn child. They didn't know what to do. They were just like, we've never had this happen with a pregnant person. I just wanted her out. I wanted her out and to like hold her um, and to know that she was okay. The couple spent Thanksgiving in the hospital, grateful to be alive, and urged their friends and family to pray for their baby's life. We got our church, we got our family, we got everybody praying for not only for both Matt and Amy to recover, but also for the baby to be fine. The prayer chains, the emails, and the encouragement that was coming around was, was overwhelming. Within a few days, both had been released. And over the next two months, Amy's doctors monitored her and the baby closely. Then on January 20, 2018, Lennon Louise Canaby was born. She was perfect and she looked great. and. Um... They checked her for everything and she seemed fine. As Soon as that little girl was born, 
I had a love for her that I cannot describe to you. And, and to see her for the first time um, was overwhelming. By then, Matt had replaced their faulty furnace and installed carbon monoxide detectors throughout their house. They were very lucky um, to survive that exposure. If it's not for the quick thinking of their family member and coming over and finding them, um, they very easily could have passed away from their exposure to that. So it's very important that people have a carbon monoxide detector in their home. Now, every Thanksgiving is a reminder of God's blessings and the miracle that they are still alive. It's reminded me definitely on Thanksgiving how wonderful our God is and how he's, he, he sees us through everything. Like I said, I love Thanksgiving anyway. I love holidays. I love tradition and family and, um, and it definitely, you know, it makes you appreciate it even more. We look back and go, wow, we can really see in this moment where God's hand was in this. Talk about being thankful. Now, isn't that an amazing testimony? Psalms 103, 1 through 4. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeemed your life from the pit and crowned you with love and compassion. That's why we rejoice always. We give thanks in all circumstances, it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, for it is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So one of our responsibilities as a believer in our Messiah, Yeshua, is to rejoice, always pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. I think when that's our posture, we can have an expectation that God will arrive for us. He will be there for us in every situation. I believe that with all my heart, and I hope that's an encouragement to each one of you as well. And I was reading in Psalms 18, and the last two verses says that when we give thanks to the Lord and we sing his praises, he says he will give deliverance, give great deliverance to his king. And the Lord spoke to me, are you not one of my kings and priest? And I will give great deliverance. And then it goes on and says, I will show mercy to his anointed. So God shows us mercy after he delivers us. And then it says to David and his descendants forever, which the Lord spoke and said, as kings and priests, as we give thanks and we praise him, he delivers us, he shows mercy to us, and then he also shows it to our descendants, not temporarily, just one generation, but forever. And I want to speak that over you today. In this testimony, now think about this. This family almost lost their child that was in their womb. And not only did they get their lives saved, but that child was saved as well. And to the descendants forever. That's what a miracle of being a child of the king is all about. We have this eternal promise, one, eternal life, but we also have this gift that comes from God. And I think our posture must always be that we give thanks. And in this week of Thanksgiving, I wanted to make sure that we recognize that every good and perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change 
like shifting shadows, James 1.17. Now think about that. Every good and perfect gift is from above. It does not change. Man, shadows move, you know? Have you ever been walking in a dark place where there's light around? These shadows are shifting. We call them shifting shadows. He's like, what? It's kind of spooky at times. But God is not like that. He's the God of light. There is no darkness in him. In the experience I had when I was taken to heaven in an encounter, I remember that the most, that I came into this room and there were no shadows. I, I was being told something and given something in this encounter, but I couldn't stop focusing on no shadows and no darkness. And I kept thinking to myself, how can one room be so full of light that there's no shifting shadows? But that's where God is. There's no darkness in him. He can dwell in darkness. In other words, he can go to a dark place and dwell there. David said, when I went to Sheol, there he was. So we know that he's not afraid of darkness and to go there. And think about that. If he's not afraid to go to darkness, then any dark place of your life, he has no fear of being in your dark place. And then once he's there, he comes in and the one who has no shifting shadows who is full of good and perfect gifts, arrives there in your dark place to provide for you light in a very difficult season. So in this time, we are in the world, which it seems to be getting darker and darker, which it is. Because the word says, as the days grow close, these birth pains will increase. But the fact is that we can have this assurance that God will be with us in the light. I, I want to say that I, I just want to say that no matter what you're going through, God is there. Be thankful. Give thanks to the Lord. That's the will of God in every circumstance. It doesn't mean you thank you. Thank you for the, my hardship. Thank you for people abusing. No, you don't thank him for that. You thank him that in the midst of hardship, he is there and he will show up just like this testimony today. One phone call to a father. Well, how about one phone call or one cry to the father and he will rescue us and he will keep us from all harm as his love overwhelms us and pours on us. And I just want to speak that blessing over you today. I pray that you're encouraged no matter what you're going through, that we have something to be thankful for at all times. And I want to bless you today. Father, I speak to everybody listening today. As this miracle story, this family that was rescued, you can rescue us where the enemy has made us droggy and disillusioned and foggy in our minds because of all that's going on. That you can come and you can pull us out of that place and put us into the air of heaven. That we'd breathe you in and re-oxygenate our spirits with the glory that you have for each one of us. I speak that today, and I say the what days ahead are going to be greater than ever before. I bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Well, blessings to you. Shabbat Shalom, as we always say on our Friday podcast, Supernatural Friday. Have an expectancy that God is going to do supernatural things for and through you. Not enough just to have you experience it, but that you function in it to others. 
Well, keep joining us. Thanks for following us each and every day on this, our daily podcast. Don't forget our services. You can go to our app, our website, christiancentershreport.com. God bless you. We'll see you next week.